Hello and welcome to episode 10 of The Stitch Up and it's the final. 10 weeks has gone by very quickly, James, hasn't it? It has indeed and it seems a shame that it's all coming to an end. I know, another year gone by. As we mentioned last week, we are actually recording this late. We watched the final late due to not being at home. Yes, yesterday we had James's graduation. So we couldn't actually watch the Sonebe on Wednesday evening because we were in a days in on the M40 somewhere <laughs> close to the university. Oh, you don't need to be so specific. <laughs> yes, we were, well, we were actually traveling. It was really horrible oh, weather. Yeah, at nine, to be fair, we were driving. Through torrential rain. Yeah. It was not very it nice. It was really not. Regardless, we watched the final and unfortunately for Joe, the result was spoilt, but I kept it a secret until I watched the replay and we watched it together when we were back yesterday evening. Yeah, it was a really, really busy day, but we still determined to watch the final of the sewing bee when we got in so we got into bed and watched it in bed <laughs> we, were, we were quite tired we were exhausted just about watched it till the end and took notes well i did james did i was half asleep but i still managed to pay full attention to the sewing bee for the final episode we're going to take a slightly different approach Instead of doing the three challenges in turn, we are going to start with a quick summary, some stats that I promised I've done my homework, and then we'll go into the three challenges briefly and then I guess talk about the winners, the final of James's quiz, and then end the series. Okay, so kicking off with the summary and the stats. So I'm going to quickly go through the previous nine weeks very briefly. Firstly, we lost Catherine. Then we lost Jilly. Maria and Matthew followed. Tony W and then Fove. Lizzie and then Lauren. And lastly, Vicky. So we were left with our three finalists. Now, all three finalists had one Garment of the Week. Do you know how many times our finalists had won Garment of the Week? I know that Asma won three in a row for the final three, right? That's correct. I have no idea about any of the others. <laughs> Can you give it a guess? Uh, well, Mia won with her crochet thing, didn't she? So that was, I think, so that was Garment of the Week once. Um, I honestly, I really don't know about any of the others. She won in week two as well to make it two Garment of the Weeks. Do you know what the week two one was? No. What was it? What was week two? It feels like swimsuits. Oh yes, it was like the it was like a pink top and like a red bottom. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so I don't remember that. That yeah. was Mia's two garments of the week, and finally Tony R. How many did he win? I really don't remember. I really don't. I really don't know. I'm guessing two as well. What were the two? Yeah, I'm, that's the thing. I'm trying to remember. Did he win? No, he didn't win for the jumpsuit because that was. When Asma would have won. Hmm. really don't know. I can tell you he only won one. But oh, okay. he did win one. Which oh, I it? know. Um, Children's Week. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the neoprene scuba the, white dress. Yeah, the dress white dress. The yeah, 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 yeah. Indeed. And then the, the three other winners, because that makes a total of nine garments of the week. Lizzie, Fove and Tony W. 
Hmm. So remember. Fove won in week five for her architectural oh, dress. Yeah, the leather and lace one. Yeah, remember that? Lizzie won in the third week. This was the colour block boo-boo. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. And finally, Tony W won on week one. Oh, what? For the... Stretch the... fabric cutout dress. Oh, right, yeah. Just feels like forever ago, really. Indeed, it, time does fly. Yeah, and my memory is very poor, so... <laughs> I was surprised I even remembered half of them. So now we get on to the more interesting stats of our three finalists, Asthma, Mia and Tony R. Now, I have made a scorecard for each of the challenges. Right. Just to summarise how well they've done in each. But firstly, my homework, my specific homework was to find out how many pattern challenges mm-hmm. Asma had won. Because I think I said in a previous episode, she is the queen of the, the pattern challenge. Yeah. So how many do you think... She has won, excluding obviously the the final. Excluding the final, but what that was the Victoriana dress. So they still had a pattern challenge. I know, but we're not talking about the final. Why? Oh, because we're leaving that to later. Yes. Okay, so out of nine, this is. It is. I want to say six. Close. She won the pattern challenge five times. That's very impressive. And do you know what? The lowest place that Asma scored in the pattern challenge fourth second what no going from week one asthma one was second one one second 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 one one that is crazy and i I told you that's why i set myself the homework which admittedly is late but (laughs) crazy that you know that is very impressive it's a very very impressive streak yeah that is considering when it when you look next to the other two finalists nowhere near as consistent oh really mia had a few ninths in the pattern challenge okay tony had a ninth neither of them ever won oh really tony was second twice and third three times Mm -hmm. and mia was only second once right and third twice so actually i think they were qu- kind of similar, but I think Tony got slightly better results right. in the pattern challenge. If we're talking stats. If we're talking stats. Yeah. So we move on to the transformation challenge, and that obviously is quite different. That's... So Asma self sort of admitted that the transformation was her Achilles heel. Mm. So how many times did Asma win the transformation challenge out of nine? I want to say once she actually won it three times okay so not not as bad as i thought i think the transformation challenge is mia's strong point isn't it generally i would i would say yes out of the three Mm. i think mia is probably the more consistently strong contestant in the transformation so yeah asthma and mia were the only two finalists to win the transformation asthma three times and mia once Mm -hmm. tony r has only finished second once yeah, and do you know what? Asma wasn't too bad at the transformation. She was only seventh once, and that was her lowest. Yeah. Three, three sixes, a third, and a fourth. Yeah, I never thought she was bad. I just always thought she, you know, she never came first from what I remember, but, but, but obviously she not, did. No. Yeah. Whereas Tony had a more rocky ride. He was 11th, then third, then right. ninth, 
then okay. fourth, then oh. sixth, second, third, fifth, and fourth. So <laughs> right. kind of very up and down <laughs> yeah. on the transformation challenge. Mm. Whereas Mia had a kind of rocky start. She was eighth in the first one, sixth in the second. Mm. And then from there on, it was top four. So four, yeah. third, third, fourth, second, first, second. I love seeing how a lot of the sewers, you notice them getting more creative kind of as the weeks go on. So that might have what might have happened with Mia. Exactly. Yeah. It, it looks, it was a very upward trajectory mm. for, for her on the, the transformation performance. And of course, Garment of the Week, we've actually, we've, we've already discussed. Yes. So that was my uh, little bit of homework and a bit more on the uh, the summary of the finalists. Well, thank you for that, James. Shall we move on and talk about the pattern challenge? Yeah, let's do it. The pattern challenge this week was the Victoriana frilly dress with the French darts at the front. Yes, so this was an evening dress with a fitted bodice, mm. puffed sleeves, two frills on the bottom and a skirt with one frill. Right, okay. And I believe the contestants started by looking at kind of a metallic sort of stored fabric, at least Mia did, and very shiny fabric for both Asma and Tony too, which interestingly, they both chose the same fabric, yeah. just silver and gold. Yeah. Did they have to choose a kind of shiny metallic fabric or did it just, did that just happen? It wasn't a requirement. I don't know how much of a requirement it was, but I think there, there was some sort of stipulation oh, because really? they wanted, I think, a fabric that would reflect the light so uh, it would okay. show up all okay. the imperfections and yeah. so on. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you what a French dart is. Well, it's a dart. So that's where you kind of sew two pieces together in the middle of a pattern to make a kind of point why why are you smiling I, I'm, I'm smiling because you're smiling i don't know what, what you're smiling about okay <laughs> but a french dart is curved so it's a, a normal a standard dart is kind of like a triangle right so you sew the two seams together like this and it comes to a nice neat point at the top okay but a curved dart is is on a curve a french dart sorry a curved dart. it's well i think <laughs> okay. they are also okay they can be called curved sure. darts yeah it's just it's just a variation of a dart. Okay. And while while I'm quizzing you on on the pattern challenge, secondly, they mentioned that the gather is difficult. Any reason why that is? What gather are we talking? I don't or know. any of it. You know what? It's probably to do with the fabric they were using. Because I wouldn't want to gather that. It just um it looked like it was falling apart in their hands because of all the lyrics, the you know, metallic threads all sewn into it. It was just it just was just falling apart and the gathers looked scary. <laughs> yes, indeed. Especially for Tony and Asthma, it looked like fraying was a nightmare with this fabric. Yeah, I definitely would have overlocked all the edges before doing anything. Although that, you know, adds time, so I can understand why. They probably didn't want to do that. Yes, I believe you said something to me. You said something was smart. Baby locking before gathering. Baby locking before gathering. Yeah, or overlocking maybe. I can't remember what they what, what, what point this was. And similarly on the on that note, what is a baby locked hem? It's a really small roll I think it's a rolled hem that you do on an overlocker. Okay. I think. Actually I'm gonna Google it. I'm not finding a de definitive answer. <laughs> okay, we'll and leave I don't, that I'm, one. I feel a bit rushed. But um, 
I believe it's just a like a rolled hem that is a very small and you do on an overlocker. So there you go. I mean, you did say you'd overlock it because of the fraying while we were watching. Did I? Oh, yeah. I, I, I was half asleep, but <laughs> at least I was coming out with things that make sense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Apparently Mia loves her gathers, but has never used a fabric like this before. Mm. And Asma said, Tony is going to cry whoever wins. <laughs> yeah, and that I the, see that. <laughs> and that the sewing bee has broken her emotionally. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you also pointed out that Mia was using a twin needle and a walking foot. Any reason why you pointed that out to me? I just noticed it and I just noticed that the others weren't. I don't know, maybe she was finishing something and wanted it to look nice with a twin needle. Would that have helped the others if they decided to use it? Oh, no, not necessarily. Like, I'd use a twin needle for finishing seams because sometimes it just gives a nicer look. So, I don't know. I think you also went on to say later in the challenge that this seems like an awful thing to sew and you would never do it. (laughs) I think I was... I I seem to have said a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, you were very chatty. Yeah, firstly, I'm really not a fan of the Victoriana style of dresses. I would never wear them. They're just a bit too frilly for me. And I'm more into that kind of 50s pin-up rockabilly style. The Victoriana dresses don't do it for me. All the frills and the the puffy sleeves and yeah. And also, yeah, I would never so want to sew, be sewing with the fabrics they chose. It, it looks horrible. <laughs> Absolutely. It didn't look easy. And I think one of the issues we saw was Tony caught some sort of fabric in the gather. Yeah. And then you've got another nightmare with unpicking it in that fabric. It just just seems like it would all fall apart. Indeed. Doesn't look easy at all. I am going to quickly interrupt before we go to the summary of the first challenge with a brand watch. I mean, it's a tenuous brand watch. But Mia was wearing Converse. But could you see the word Converse? No, no, no. But you don't have to see. I'm sure you could, actually, if you freeze-framed it. But you don't have to see the word Converse. Because you see the brand logo. It's a star, isn't it? You see the star on the type of shoe with the the circle kind of backing. You know, They they can't say to people, like, oh, just put this masking tape on your shoes, really, can they? But I don't know. Um, They don't really ever wear... They don't wear branded tops and stuff. Yeah, but with shoes, it's difficult because people only have so many shoes, you know. That is true. You might only own like three pairs of shoes. I mean, Asma's wearing her Christian Okay, well, yeah, (laughs) that's different. (laughs) You can't really put put masking tape over the red. Yeah, yeah. That would be an insult. It would. (laughs) Anyway, I think that counts as a brand watch for the final, so I'm going to take it. Fair enough. Shall we summarise the next? Can I just say as well, don't you think when you were, when they showed the picture with all the mannequins that the dresses make them look like they've got really pointy boobs? Yes, I was going <laughs> to say that. The, yeah, the, they're really the pointy are really pointy. I think Asma mentioned they this, They did actually. all mention it, I think. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but maybe... They are incredibly pointy. Maybe that's what happens with a French dart. I've never sewn one before, so I don't actually know. I, I don't don't really it's a weird look i don't like it i yeah i don't know <laughs> anyway we have mia's goldy orange purple metallic victoriana dress what do we think out of the three fabrics i actually 
thought this one was the best. I liked this fabric the best, yeah. And also, I think it was the easiest out of the three to work with. Yeah, probably. so probably a sensible choice, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Um, so they, the judges said it looks terrific, great choice of fabric, gathering really even. And the main criticism, I think, is the neck could have been a bit plumper. Right. Not really sure I understand what that means, but... If you have any insight, please do share. Honestly, not entirely sure. (laughs) Okay, we'll move on to asthma then. Just a thought. Did she say neck or did she say the sleeve heads? Because I thought she mentioned something about the sleeve heads could be plumper. But I could have been half asleep. I thought I heard neck. But... Oh, fair enough. Okay. Asthma used the lovely silver metallic fabric. And overall, it was a really nice dress, really good puffy sleeves. Yes, the judges mentioned this fabric has a ton of impact, as usual, as we expect. Impeccable gathering on the shoulders. The back seam is a little bouncy. Now, they've talked oh, about yeah. bouncy seams quite a lot with asthma. Maybe <laughs> maybe they're having to be over picky. Maybe. But the bottom gathers also something has happened there and there was a slight tear in the zip. Oh, yeah. I remember her having a few issues with the zip, actually, during the challenge. Not an easy one. No, definitely not. I think the fabric was definitely a hindrance. The fabric definitely didn't help. Finally, Tony's, he used the exact same fabric, but in gold. And I really liked it, actually. Yeah, he. it was noted that he struggled with the gathers around the arm frills and also around the bottom. And also the baby lock has come off. I don't know where. I think he just didn't catch the end of the the edge of the fabric in the overlocker whilst he was doing it. So that's where it, I think maybe it fell off or at some point because it wasn't caught on the fabric. I don't know though. So after all that, Tony was third, Asma was second and Mia was first in the final pattern challenge of the series. Yeah. And I think at this point, they're really picking at straws because they all were really great, to be honest. They were. I think Tony's did have more problems with the gathers, but given the fabric and the time, it was it was still a great effort. Mm. It definitely had some problems, but yeah, like exactly like you said, the fabric and everything. Yeah. And that does complete the um, the record that asthma has not been out of the top two (laughs) in the pattern challenge. That's crazy. Yeah, that is amazing. We move on to the transformation challenge now. And this brief was a bit weird. I didn't fully understand it, really. They they weren't that explicit. It was to create an exciting or fun outfit for a a man Mm. from a men's shirt. But you also had trousers, skirts, blouses. Opulence was mentioned. It was, it didn't seem very concrete. It wasn't very clear what they were supposed to use, I think. But it was supposed to kind of resemble like, you know, lots of men on the red carpet wear extravagant clothing nowadays. Okay. But yeah, I agree. Like Patrick kind of revealed like a shirt and trousers and then he didn't really say like what they're supposed to be using. And then it turned out they could use like anything. Basically, they had like a rack of loads of different clothes and the scrap bin. And yeah, I I don't know. Maybe they could just use whatever. (laughs) Interesting. But yes, so Mia decided to go with, well, I just put some general themes here. Mia, colours and sparkles. Right. Asthma, sequins and corset. Mm -hmm. And Tony, leather and leopard print. Yes. And the pink. The pink? 
Yeah, he had like pink go-days in his trousers and a pink necktie. Oh, yes. The pink, you mean the cravat? Uh, yeah, the cravat and the go-days in the trousers. Yes, I do remember now. Asma mentioned Billy Porter, who I don't know, but that was who she was trying to channel in her outfit. Billy Porter is a great actor and he is in a TV program called Pose that I've seen a lot of. I see. I didn't actually have any notes on this apart from the judges' comments, so over to you. Okay. (laughs) Um, Would you have liked to have done this challenge? What would you have done? I don't know, to be honest. I, I definitely would have taken something shiny or sparkly. I don't know. Honestly, it's such a tough challenge. It's very kind of, you've got to think outside the box. Because obviously, you know, you'd never wear anything this exciting. So it's a bit, I don't know. I just, me as in? As in you, yeah. What, why me? Why are well, you because it's got to be for men. Me? It's got it's to be for men. And the first man I think of is you. Okay. But you I wouldn't... guess that's a good thing. <laughs> but you wouldn't wear any of this, so. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> There we go. I guess we we can summarize and move on. (laughs) So firstly, asthma. This was the asymmetric top and trouser. And the only note really I've got from the judges is Patrick said that he can see Billy Porter in this outfit. So that obviously Mm. is a good, is a compliment because that's what asthma was going for and he could see it. So I guess mission accomplished. Yeah, that must have been a good confidence boost to her, I guess. Absolutely. Tony had the gold top, the pink neck cravat and the whopping great collar. Mm hmm. Don't really have any other comments on that. And the go day. The go day. The go days. I, d- I don't really know what the judges the, said on that, to be honest. I just remember Esme pointing them out and being like, oh. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> and fo- finally, Mia. I think the judges, Patrick again said the colour and the angles makes him think of David Bowie. That is true. Yeah. And Esme pointed out that you could see nipple through that when talking about the the coloured. I really like that though. Like the outfit looks very female. And then, you know, if you're like a man on the red carpet wearing it and you can see your nipples, it's very like. I I don't think it was a criticism. I really like it. I think she enjoyed it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fair enough. But yes, after all of that, Mia was in third, Tony R in second, and Asma in first. And at the end of day one, it was clear that Asma and Mia were looking more at the top, according to the judges, with Tony sitting a bit lower down. But, you know, you never know. It could all turn around in the made to measure. Exactly. this one was a crazy one. You know what? They said what they were supposed to do. And I was like, if I was there, I'd, I would not be winning this final. Like, that just sounds absolutely terrifying. I wouldn't even know where to start, to be honest. So, yes, for, for those of you who don't know, the made to measure was a two in one dress. So this is something that starts as one style and transforms to another while you're walking down the catwalk. So it shouldn't be obvious that the dress is going to completely transform and then boom, very quickly, it's completely different. And I quite like the final because you were allowed to choose your model. So mm, your family yeah. or friends. So I think Tony R chose one of his daughters. Mia, one of her childhood friends, and Asma, one of her friends from university. Yeah. 
I love how they can choose someone close to them for the final. It's really nice. It's good. It adds a, I don't know, a special touch yeah. to, to the final. And of course, this is a unique challenge because how are they going to engineer two garments into one? I don't know if I've seen this on the sewing bee. I don't think so. It's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Especially as it can't be obvious that it will change and the transformation has to happen mid catwalk. You know, it can't take long or be very complicated. It has to be able to be, I don't know, pulled, switched or yeah, and, and done. Yeah. Very, very it's, hard. Yeah, it's impressive. So the contestants got to work. And first thing we noted is Mia choosing the glitter. And of I, course. Think, I think she said, are you surprised as the judges came to have a look? So this was Mia's little black dress, which transformed into a pink glitter gown. Mm, I love the concept. Absolutely. Looked very nice. Whereas we move on to Tony. So Tony was doing a puffball dress mm. that would turn into a psychedelic fishtail dress. So this was this was one where only the bottom half transformed, but it was still pretty impressive yeah. transformation. A bit more simple, but that's probably something I'd go for as well because it's, you know, safe. A bit yeah, safe. Yeah, you've kind of got a balance yeah, like the simplicity yeah. and the, the ability to finish it. Exactly. And finally, Asma's blue shift dress, which would transform into an emerald gown with a nice bow. We'll start with Tony. And the first thing to note is that he is putting interfacing near the zip, something he said that he wouldn't have known to do from the start of the sewing bee. So it's something he's picked up. Mm. What, why would you do this? Interfacing makes a garment more stable in the area where it's applied. So a lot of the time I'll apply it to kind of the openings of pockets and stuff like that. So if you're applying it to a zip, it just makes that area a bit more stable, basically, and, un, un, you know, less likely to tear and break kind of thing. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it was a good choice. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I noted about Tony. Firstly, his undershirt was rage against the sewing machine. I, you which... know what? I need that T-shirt. I love that T-shirt <laughs> so much. I found that quite funny. <laughs> and also his fork pleats with his oh, yeah. not a fork. <laughs> yeah, not can, a fork. Can you talk? So Tony has brought a fork into the sewing room mm. and is using it to, I guess, roll over, well, Roll over pleats? I don't... Yeah, fold over the fabric to make... They're called knife pleats. Okay. The type of pleats he was making. And if you're using a fork, you're you're ensuring the same... That they're the same width, width each time you do it. As Clever. opposed to just measuring with a ruler and eyeball... Or eyeballing it, you know. So it's a very good technique. Is it a common technique or it a is Tony a, technique? No, it, unfortunately, it's not a Tony technique. Oh, do you know but what? That would I was be cool. really hyped yeah. like i thought he's 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 pioneering no. a new technique he's got his fork from his <laughs> lunchbox i do love his fork though but i've seen it a lot online yeah okay well still very clever yeah overall thoughts on tony did you see the fabric did you note the fabric no was that a brand watch no it's not a brand watch i just thought it was cool fabric oh right yes <laughs> yes it is cool fabric so I, I guess t the judges said, love the frill at the top of the skirt and love the contrast of the black and the psychedelic fabric. Mm. The zip was put in really well. So obviously the interfacing, the interfacing worked. worked. <laughs> and uh, the shape is good. I think, yeah. yeah, it might have been a bit more simple than the other two, but... Works really well. I thought it was great. Yeah, really nice. 
Yeah, I do love that fabric. It's like uh, got all random it's, stuff. It's very, it's very in your it's face. It's very trippy, yeah. So moving on to Mia. So this was her little black dress to the pink glitter gown. This started off with having uh, zip issues on the pink dress. I think she said she needed to take out a few stitches. Oh, right. I didn't notice that. So a bit of a tough start for Mia. And she was also hand sewing the Diamante strap. So I could imagine that took a bit more time as well. Yeah. I think the judges weren't entirely convinced or sure how Mia's transformed, though it was some sort of hammock contraption, I think. Yeah, it had a sort of hammock, I think, holding the skirt part of the pink dress. And then when that the hammock was released the pink dress would like fall down and cover the black dress so obviously it didn't it didn't work completely yeah, so at the I, end yeah so i think i think she she had a few issues and i think mia sewed the hammock on backwards so oh, that had to be changed unpicked then she and probably ran out of time yeah there was oh. a teary moment and i oh you yeah know, asthma came and tried to it's a lot of stress it is yeah a lot of stress a lot of and stress you know, she didn't pick something easy. Oh, so. no, not at all. But, I mean, um, no one did. But No, but I love both the dresses, like, individually. Mm. They're really, really stunning. Absolutely. And the, you know, the transformation did work, I believe. I think mm. the the main parts were you can see into the side. Yeah. So you could see the, the, the dress that it was going to transform right. to. And also the lining was showing at the bottom. So you when could it see, yeah, you, you could, could see, see the, the bl- at the, the black at the bottom i think yeah. it was a couple of inches yeah but you know other than that they said the shape is really smart very glamorous really impactful mm. so very good mm. and finally asthmas well i mean i was just blown away to be honest when you saw it coming down the runway and transform and it all swirled around the body and like changed into a second dress it was incredible absolutely the only note i had while they were putting it all together was asthma put an extra layer of blue satin to hold everything tight and to help disguise the lower dress right okay because i think there was i think the the blue at the top was quite loose okay so they had to have a, a tighter one underneath oh, okay right okay but yeah as you said like the way that it unraveled oh. it's sort of cylindrical around yeah. the the model it was incredible honestly. amazing yeah so amazing um uh, the the judges said love the shape the soft drape on the top garment is really lovely mm. it fits really well the transformation was absolutely spectacular as we said genius engineering obviously as we've come to expect beautifully sewn mm. and the garment has so much drama yeah and as may said you actually don't need a bigger bow <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> which, was... which asthma said can you repeat that yeah. please <laughs> that was a surprise yeah <laughs> they yeah both both dresses are just visually stunning. But yeah, particularly the green one with the big bow down the back. But the the blue dress, you could not tell at all that it was going to transform into anything else. Just the way it wrapped around the body to reveal the green dress was just it's just stunning sorry i stuttered i was so in awe of, uh, of the <laughs> no dress <worries. laughs> yeah no it was it was great and that that is it 
That is that all is of it. the challenges completed. And cue all of the previous contestants and friends and family coming in to hear the, the final the results. Something which I found hilarious was... You're going to say the same thing as me. Yeah. Simon. <laughs> um, what did you say? What did you say? Oh, Simon. <laughs> that was... I uh, love that. Mia's parents. I know. It made me <laughs> chuckle. I think I presumably her dad... Yeah, um, was looking at a a garment on a mannequin. I think it I was think, asthma's green dress. Yeah, I think yeah. the mannequin and either fell over or, <laughs> started, or to fall started to fall over. To break and <laughs> that was not a good moment there, but it made for a very mu- funny moment on TV. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure the green dress made it out safely. <laughs> yeah, obviously, always the final, the f- the winner being announced, very tense moment. Honestly, I did think asthma had it in the bag. Like mm. not because the other two were not not because the other two were bad. I mean, Mia did have a slight disaster on the final one. Mm. Tony's first one wasn't as good, but just from the whole series, asthma has been on point. We we called it in week one, to be honest. Yeah, we, with her the twist top, the first challenge. I know. I'm I'm quite proud. I thought. <laughs> Do you know what? Asthma can absolutely win it. And we weren't wrong. Yeah, 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 definitely. And yeah, just incredible detail. Like from the pattern challenge record alone, it's it's mind blowing mm. how how on it she was. And most of it done in high heels. I know that is that's probably the most impressive thing so, <laughs> ever. I'm just normally sewing in bare feet or uh, my slippers in winter. Tony's saying in his crocs in his crocs yeah Yeah. (laughs) or the I love the clip they showed of Tony when he's sewing at home and he was wearing one croc yeah (laughs) but yes I mean just just to summarize it really I mean all three contestants were worthy and I think all three were great it was just for somehow asthma is just on another level yeah really just really incredible sewing and i love the story of how you know her grandma taught her mom to sew and then her mom taught her to sew and i think she said her grandma was a seamstress so it runs in the family and it's yeah it's just it's just nice that yeah and i hope well i hope all of all of the sewers but especially the the finalists keep keep going and and do something so we we see them either in print or on screen soon yeah, i know mia hopefully. is going to well has started her sewing course yeah yeah university passion, i think it's costume design. costume design yeah um, so that's exciting I think Tony's continuing being a postman. Tony's still being a postman. Um, and but hopefully he's still doing a lot of sewing. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, I want to see more of I follow him on Instagram. Okay, so yeah. We'll see. I hope. Still making eclectic shirts. Yes, I love the collection <laughs> yeah. of shirts. I was very disappointed though, Tony. Skulls for the final. I really thought they would make a return. <laughs> what shirt was he wearing in the final? It no, was kind remember. of a tie-dye oh, yeah. sort of. It was kind of like green and green and red. Neony. Or neony. Yeah, yeah. Neon red. It yeah. was nice, but it wasn't skulls. With the rage so. against the sewing machine t-shirt underneath. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it's over a wrap. For another year, James. I know. So and... has this series inspired you to apply to be on the sewing machine mm. or at least a- sit down to be on the sewing machine <laughs> you know i'm half asleep still apply to be on the sewing bee or at least no, sit down hasn't. and Do learn know, if, to sew if the series has taught me anything it's taught me that the 
skill of all of the contestants on the sewing bee, I would never stand a chance. How? But I honestly, if you started now, I don't. You could apply next year. It's not going to happen. I might do some. I might get you to try and teach me a stitch, but that's probably. that's probably the limit. No, he's he's being modest. No, I think that's the limit for mm, me. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it seems a shame that uh, obviously the series has come to an end, as in the stitch up. Yeah, and the series. <laughs> and the series. But we might do some bonus episodes here and then. And we definitely plan to be back for the next series of The Sewing Bee. A hundred percent. But in the meantime, I think we will do a few one-off episodes, maybe get some cool guests on. Potentially, yes. Yeah, and do them on sewing topics that aren't necessarily related to the sewing bee. Absolutely. No promises at all, but no, no promises. definitely watch this space. And if you're following us on one of the platforms like Spotify or Apple Music, you can follow us and you'll get a notification when a new episode is out. So yes, we give no guarantees. You can also follow us at the Stitch Up podcast on Instagram and we will post any updates that we have on there. We haven't really used it too much. I've used it to post on stories, but I haven't made any posts. Content. Yes. No content. No content. But if we do one-off episodes, I will post them on there. Might even be some video content. You never know. Exactly. But we're, we're saying goodbye and all this, but there's still one final thing to do before we wrap up. What? You need to sing, don't you? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not singing. And I don't have a question because I was going to ask you what a French dart is. Go on. I don't have a question. I think James's quiz was um, getting the all his statistics, so he's won. Okay, if that's the criteria, then fantastic. I've won my prize. Well, because I was going to ask you what a French dart is, but then you ruined that. Well, you know, I just write too many notes, obviously. <laughs> I'm too alert, so self... Too studious. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, then, I think that rounds it up. Aww. Are you going to cry? No. I am rubbing my eye, but it, I think it's just hay fever. I think you're tired. <laughs> I'm not crying. And allergies. Yep. <laughs> but there we go. Yes. Thank you very much for sticking with us for season one of The Stitch Up. We will be back definitely next year for season two. But in the meantime, I'm sure there'll be a special episode here and there. So keep an eye out and see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.